0: Hey, y'all. Welcome to Well, Well, Well by LRH Wellness. I'm your host, Lexi, and this is where we dive deep into all things health and wellness. Here, we get into the wellness weeds, call out health inequities, and work towards living a more well life, all centering Black perspectives. Thanks so much for joining me on another episode of Well, Well, Well. This week, I am introducing the first time... I'm going to do this type of episode called shooting the shh. So this is where I have close friends, family, loved ones, people near to me come and just shoot the shit. We just pick a topic that we want and no real guide, just kind of go for it. This week, we have my dear, dear, dear friend, producer of this podcast and creative guru, honestly, Amani Hill talking to us. And we're talking about balance. So Amani and I just go through what balance means to us, how it looks different, because it does look really different for the two of us, and just our thoughts on it. This conversation touches on everything between relationships to just how we internally keep our balance. So keep listening. I really think you guys will enjoy this episode. Thanks so much for listening. Okay. Hi, Amani, my sweet friend. Hello, Lex. Thanks for having me. Thank you for shooting the I need to decide if I need to, if I can actually just say shit. I mean, I say shit. So yeah, thanks for shooting the shit with me. It won't be in the title like that, but thank you.
1: You're welcome. I'm excited.
0: So today we're talking about balance and, you know, I was talking to you earlier this week and that's kind of something we came up with what we've been thinking about, but What is balance to you? Honestly, I don't know balance.
1: (laughs) I feel like for me, I'm easily overstimulated. So balance is not having, not feeling pulled to a million things at the same time, but more so being able to be like, okay, I am equally pulled in all directions. So I'm not feeling the pulling, you know?
0: Mm. That's actually... I agree with that because for me, I am somebody who likes to feel like I have a lot, which is, you know, doesn't work for most people. But I, I know I work best when I'm super busy. So I don't really know balance in the sense of like having nothing and something. Mm-hmm. But I, I need to have that equal pull of everything,
1: mm-hmm. like
0: needing equal amounts of me pretty much. Mm hmm because otherwise I can't stay on top of it but I'm a strong believer of I can have everything I want in life and have it all which oftentimes I feel like when people think of balance they don't think like that
1: Mm -hmm.
0: like they think of compromise
1: yeah I think yeah I definitely feel like for some people it's kind of like balance is I don't even know I feel like it's different for me because I think I also don't necessarily think of balance balancing just the things that are in my life externally like I mm-hmm. feel like if I can balance the versions of myself or the things about myself um that kind of work together then everything else will feel balanced to me so when I'm like saying being pulled in these other directions I'm more so thinking like is the graceful side of me just as like is pulling just as hard as the accountable side or is one of them going too far? So am Mm -hmm. I I giving myself so much grace that I'm not being disciplined or am I not giving myself enough grace? That's kind of what I'm thinking about. I'm like being pulled in different directions instead of saying, okay, I need a balanced social life, which is outside of me. And I need a balanced um, like self-care. I think that Mm. it's like even deeper than that of like if I can have all these parts of me in balance then everything else outside of it just falls into place.
0: Interesting that's I never really think of it as like the internal different pieces of me needing to be balanced versus the external things Mm
1: -hmm. I need to
0: balance like that's like a very different framework of thinking but then like when Okay so then like if your self-care is completely off or just like your grace is completely off and you're at a point in time where you're just being so hard on yourself so down on yourself like do you feel like you can balance stuff?
1: hmm I feel <laughs> like I feel like my metric for being balanced is I like always say, I like, I just like to do whatever I want and I, I don't want like to do things that I don't want. And so I feel like if I'm in a mental place where like I'm, I'm contemplating doing things I don't want to do, or I feel pressured to do things I don't want to do, mm-hmm. that's how I kind of say, okay, I'm off balance. And so I can just do a quick reset by just being like, okay, I just need to get back to that feeling. So I feel like when my grace is off, I I do end up like trying to pull it, like it does end up, I can get in balance pretty easily because mm-hmm. I quickly realize it. Because I'm just like, okay, I'm feeling all this pressure, or I'm feeling all this. And my general metric of like, I only do things that I want to do is off. Yeah. Um, so then I'll probably like be with breathing or meditation, re- low key take a shower, taking a shower and taking a nap or like my resets. So I'm like, and then that's kind of how I can pull myself back into balance. Um, so it's like a little rupture but I'm not yeah. completely just like thrown off out
0: yeah no I, the power of a hot shower is mm. incredible It's incredible when I used to teach like high schoolers like I used to teach them a class on stress reduction and taking yeah. care of themselves and it was like, how are ways you can take care of yourself? And you know, I'm always expecting people like, "Oh, get your nails done, go work out," but there would always be one person who'd be like, "Shower, brush your teeth." I'm like, you're the real one, right? Because that basic stuff, it' basic, but it be doing the trick. <laughs> it's like, uh, I step out of a hot shower sometimes, a new person, truly, a new person, but. So like, this is an ugly question, but what you be balancing? <laughs> what you have going on?
1: <laughs> I definitely feel like, in terms of my, because like I said, I, I kind of ground my balancing act in my emotions. Mm-hmm. So I feel like things I've been balancing definitely. I said grace and versus discipline um because I'm definitely working on that I also productivity versus like just seeing the significance and the value in me not doing anything mm-hmm. um I think the biggest thing that I would say is like doing energy versus being energy is another one and I think that it's this idea that when I'm too far on the doing side, then I, mm-hmm. I feel stressed because I can't, I never feel like I can do enough. Yeah. But when I'm too far on the being side, I feel stagnant because I'm like, I might not be doing quite enough. And like, this one doesn't even feel good to be doing this little. <laughs> uh, and so I just I'm like pinball pushed back and forth. Um, and then I feel like really all the things I just said are just kind of manifestation of the same thing. So like, mm-hmm productivity versus like resting or grace versus discipline it's really like the do versus the be so I guess in that's really what it is those are the two things I'm balancing um for the most part my doing and my being just being just relaxed just existing
0: it's just so funny because you really conceive a balance so differently than I do like and it you know it always blows my mind when something to me so some like balance seems like simple like what you got going on mm-hmm. but it's like I conceive of it so differently like I'm, I'm sitting here like I think of like how I write my to-do list as like the things I balance so it's like I have school work personal and then LRH wellness stuff
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I consider those and kind of like the big four categories of things I balance and then in those there's like so personal I have my dog I gotta watch I got my friends I got my loved ones you know I gotta deal with all those mm-hmm. things and then I balance the other things I so do not conceive of it as like my emotional side <laughs> or like I'm very like my, like these are the categories these are the delineations I don't even think internal mm-hmm. I
1: didn't really feel like I, it's because, because I'm rooted in the, I just want to do what I want. I can't look for my balance in like those things because on one day I might not feel like doing this entire section. And so much for me to be nice and at peace is going to require me to be unbalanced that day because I'm going to have to cut something out. Something's not happening today. Um, and so I think that's definitely where I kind of look inside just because On the outside, I'm very, my attention span is pretty short. So I can only focus for as long as I can focus. And then on top of that, I hate doing things I don't like to do. So I really can't even look for that same type of balance. But I definitely think it's like reflected in us as people too. Where you, I feel like people could probably see that. (laughs) (laughs) People could probably do.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I won't lie. Somebody said yesterday like this is timely so context amani and i decided to talk about this on monday and it's wednesday now yesterday on tuesday somebody was like lexi i don't know how you balance it all like you'd be doing all these things and i was like "Ooh, i feel seen thank you i was like i like organization i like waking up early thank you she's like personally i just like to be in my bed (laughs) i'll tell you who it was later (laughs) and she was like personally that's what i like to do that's my balance going from bed to eating to making a good meal to being doing the, reading my book the way i want to read it and i was like that's balance for you i can't do balance like that <laughs> but it is yeah, like so I crazy feel
1: that person i'm seeing that person
0: <laughs> twins but it's like wild. And you know, when I, what I really realized at the very beginning of quarantine was like not having a schedule and not having like things to do. It was like why the beginning of quarantine, I think, was so hard for me. Mm-hmm. Because I need things to do. I need to feel busy. I need to feel like I have a full schedule. Because it then gets into a point of like where I, ha- well, you know, how you're saying like when you have nothing to do or when you do nothing. Mm -hmm. you just like feel bad that's how I get and I get that way so easily so like at the beginning of quarantine I literally would make myself a schedule it was like so so arbitrary it's like okay you're gonna work out for this time and then you're gonna have breakfast for this time which means you need to make a breakfast and then you're gonna read for this time and you got this time social media this time we're gonna lay a new wig this time (laughs) we're gonna (laughs) go knit something I don't know but I was just like filling up my blocks with busy work but it was like I needed to be like okay this is the schedule of today Mm -hmm. to like be able to be like oh this is a good day you know Mm -hmm. but it is like so weird how balance is so so different for people it's kind
1: of interesting because until you just were like talking about that I I didn't realize my concept of balance probably changed at the beginning of quarantine too Mm. so I think that I probably had something a little closer to that, kind of like, okay, I need to have a job. I need to um, graduate. I need to do all of these things. And at a certain point, it was like I graduated and the job hadn't fallen together. But also, I was living with my mom anyway because Mm -hmm. of COVID and being with family. So it wasn't the pressure. And I realized I was like, I have such a Um, deeply ingrained hyper productivity complex of like Mm -hmm. my worth is coming from how productive I am and so I think that my new conception of balance is definitely just rooted in me trying to um, deconstruct that entire notion that I am worthy when I'm doing the most and I'm 100% of my doing energy and 0% of my being energy because I think that's kind of what we're sold is that the more you can do Mm -hmm. the more that'll happen for you and I was just like okay i need to somehow rewrite this in my head like i need to stop thinking about the things that i can do and how many things that i work on today and i had to let go of that but it's just funny because literally until you just said that i, I would have thought that that's how i was th- i thought about balancing this way my whole life when not really know like a year ago i was sitting there just like completely over anxious because i definitely it definitely being unbalanced definitely manifests as, um anxiety for me
0: yeah that's, you know, I think of like for me, what you were saying about the hyper productivity and putting your worth on that. I I definitely used to do that too. And I think even though I do, I am a very hyper productive person, I recognize. I, this year especially, I've realized like you can work as hard as you want. And that doesn't mean you'll get what you want.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. And so, I mean, I think this is where. I was. I told Amani I was gonna do an episode on manifestation because y'all, I be manifesting now. Yep. (laughs) And I truly think like once I was able to say like, look, you can do the work, or you can just trust that what will come to you will come to you. And like when I had that realization, it's like I can do the work because I like doing the work. Mm. -hmm. And. I don't do the work. Like I really do like to think I don't do the work I don't really want to do now. Mm-hmm. But you know, some things you have to do. But I was able to say like, okay, I do the work I want to do. And I do it cuz I like it. But I'm not going to kill myself doing this work. I'm not going to like right. grind myself to a pulp because I trust that what I what is supposed to come to me will come to me whether I do the work so intensely so absurdly or i do the work to just like the standard in which i want to set or i don't do the work like i truly believe it will come to me Mm -hmm. and when i was able to say like huh at the end of the day like it's kind of out of my control in that sense it was i was able to be like oh wow like i don't feel that my value is -hmm. on my productivity as much as it's like the self-gratification i get Mm mm-hmm which to me was like a very distinct change and I still like, you know, kind of toggle back and forth between. Right. And like learning. And then also that means, so I have to learn new metrics of, of like feeling accomplished. Right. So like if you like absolutely grind and kind of kill yourself doing work, it's going to get noticed eventually by somebody and you'll get like Mm -hmm. a gold star or whatever. But then if you start going back on that and you just kind of going to your standards or like, honestly, the standards of other people, <laughs> mm-hmm. you're not going to get as often, like, that gold star to get that, um, praise from other people, so you have to, like, be able to just, like, recognize it yourself, mm-hmm. which was, for me, is a really hard switch to get into my head. Right, yeah, I definitely
1: feel like, um, so I guess this is kind of going off topic, but in response to that, um, no why did I just completely <laughs> <laughs> okay no, no i forget it out i forget it out I remember it. I remember it. I remember it. <laughs> I definitely think I've been trying to train myself um to think that um in every moment to be like I've done enough like I've done enough mm-hmm. this is I've done enough and even if I'm choosing to do more I'm like this is enough and look how much I've done and I'm proud of myself just because I feel like your mind thinks in patterns like you just have to it. You have to actively try to change patterns by practicing the thought, like practicing actually feeling these feelings and practicing actually feeling these thoughts. Because I feel like something that I always used to do was like be like, "Okay, I'm making good progress," and when it's done, this will be good. Mm-hmm. But what happens is if that's the thought that I practice, when it gets to the point that it would have otherwise been done, I don't think that it's done enough. And so when yeah. it's like, "Okay, I'm at the end of, I run out of time," I did the task but I don't like how it looks I'm still practicing the thought of uh it'll look better when I do this it'll look mm-hmm. better when I do this and but now when I'm just kind of like oh this looks so nice I can just be like but I want to change this but this looks so nice I'm like just trying to practice like this and I feel like that is also me trying to balance and kind of like you you're saying with um like with doing that whole balance of controlling and then having faith yeah just being able to say okay I'm going to do this much but at all times, I know that I'm, I'm fine. I know that everything that I, like I'm on the right path. I know that everything will come to me in the right timing, in the right way. So it's like having that faith, but also being like, okay, but I can't control these things and I want to control these things right now. And I don't feel like if I don't control these things, then I'm going to suddenly just fall off my path.
0: Yeah, definitely. Okay, this question came to me in a flash. <laughs> Do you feel like you saw good examples of balance growing up? Um
1: no, not really. <laughs> I feel like I saw I I saw some things that I think were it might be like societal music of balance, but not in terms of like how I conceive of my emotional balance. Mm-hmm. So I think that um, both of my parents kind of they had clearly defined areas of their life and I mean as a child I'm just like and you're living all of them I don't think I even like was observed like observative enough to be able to say hmm which one are they going to most because in my head I'm like you work your friends you're like you're a part of this mm-hmm. and I'm like check 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 but in hindsight I definitely can like assess things that I'm like okay you're hundred percent pulled in this direction sometimes and then you have to run
0: to turn mm-hmm. around
1: and then go a hundred percent another direction instead of just saying i'm only going to give so much here i'm going to give so much here i'm going to give so much here mm-hmm. and so i can like kind of ground myself where i want to be instead of just having to run towards things
0: yeah i definitely did not see balance <laughs> great <laughs> i do not see balance going up but Yeah, that's sad. But <laughs> it's crazy. <Okay>. I mean, <laughs> I think of like how you were saying you'd see your parents like hundred percent run from one thing to hundred percent run another, and I mean, I guess like kids be changing things. But it is interesting this like concept that we're told like give a hundred percent to mm-hmm. something, but then you're told by like multiple people like I remember what I don't know why this white man said this to us as children my gym teacher one time he said does all like because you know he would talk to the class before we did like our gym activity this isn't like fourth fourth maybe fifth grade he was like you can never give 110 percent all you have is 100 percent. that's an exaggeration so what you better do in my class is give 100 percent you can't give 110, but I want 100%. <laughs> no, I don't know why he would say that.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, what's the point?
0: But I'm, like, sitting here thinking about how, like, you really can't be giving 100% to anything, especially some man's gym class <laughs> at all times. But you can, like, give 100% at a designated time and get that hyper-focus. But I think with that, we're like, told his children to just like give 100% to everything at all times mm-hmm. and that's like so detrimental because there's no way you can balance life with that
1: Mm-mm. not at all it just teaches you how not to be able to balance life <laughs> and to like it I think balance and achieving balance is helps you to develop um a lot of skills just because You have to figure out what's a priority for me. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to detect what are the stakes of these situations. So if I'm sitting here like, oh, I have to go visit this friend or else they won't think that I'm a good friend, you're misjudging the stakes because you're trying to give 100%. So when you're trying to give 100% to like so many things at once, you're constantly moving around you don't get to experience two things at once where you're like, I can either do this or this, but clearly the stakes are higher on this one. So I'll choose. It's more so like, you're so yeah. used to saying, I'm going to get this hundred percent and then I'll go and do this hundred percent. Then I'll do this hundred percent. Just mm-hmm. like, you now it's distorted because you think that everything, as soon as you turn your focus to it, that it has to be super important.
0: Yeah. And then like, when you think about like, what if that thing, like you gave that example of go visiting your friends. So like, what if that friend isn't giving you the same priority in their balancing Mm -hmm. scheme right and Mm -hmm. so then it ends up like you're giving so much energy so much attention to this one thing or person and you're not getting that reciprocal so then not only is it not you aren't balancing your own life properly but it's not a balanced relationship Mm -hmm. and that's how you get into like resentment and people being like, nobody asked you to do all this shit
1: nobody like i'm over here giving you Fifteen percent on days I'm busy. I'm giving you forty-five percent on days. I mean, that's high. And here you are, man, because I'm not giving you hundred, girl. I got other things going on. I got, I other
0: got life. Going on. It's like there's this episode of <laughs> Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and one of them, like one of the housewives, is having some like boot camp wellness retreat and you know the other housewives are like kind of coming kind of night but drunk the whole time living their best lives and one of them shows up like three four hours late and the one um this lady kyle Richards, she's so mad she's like dorito why would you show up late?" and she's like i have a life kyle (laughs)
1: that's how it feels
0: (laughs) implying that kyle didn't have a life and it was funny because it was really rude but it also was like yeah she has a life she told y'all she didn't want to do this silly little boot camp she's not interested in this
1: okay
0: that's not a priority that's not something she's trying to balance she showed up for what she thought was important
1: (laughs) exactly y'all should try it
0: and but it was so funny because that was kind of like a big part of the drama and I was like this is just purely like people not having the same priorities in life mm-hmm. and not prioritizing, balancing the same things. And I mean, it's so arbitrary because it's like real houses of Beverly Hills, but <laughs> it is like how people prioritize different the different things they balance really make or break friendships.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I don't even think it's that like friendships or relationships in general need to have aligned, like they need to prioritize the same things but they have to align and like how much people are willing to give and receive Mm -hmm. and that like dynamic and that balance between one another.
1: Yeah. And I think it's a big thing of you saying how much people are willing to give and how much people are like willing to receive because it's definitely like that. I think that's definitely a key. So when you have these different expectations of like, okay, this is what, I'm expecting or I prioritize in this relationship, so mm-hmm. that means you're gonna read everything that person does through your lens of it, and that might affect how you're giving, how you're receiving, and you never really give credence to the way that they might be, um, like the way they're they're using their intentional. Hmm, what do I want to say? The way that they're just perceiving like what they're giving and receiving. Mm-hmm. I think that can definitely be something that can challenge the friendship especially if one of the things about balance is that one party is like, I'm gonna give, I give 100% to this relationship and the other person is like, yeah, I give 40%. And if you're giving 100%, that feels low. But if you're saying I'm splitting up, like I'm splitting the rest of my life into 60% just to give you 40, that's kind of like, that's a lot of attention. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying that from the perspective, I think I definitely used to give 100%. In my relationships because I just hadn't learned yet how to balance. Mm-hmm. And then it did make me feel away when I was like, oh, You're working all day and you won't text me back, even though I would drop everything to gallon of our drop a bit, text back. Y'all already <laughs> know I'll text back, but I dropped everything to like bring you lunch. I don't know. <laughs> I don't do a service, but I don't know if I'm going to get back to
0: you. I'm sorry. (laughs) I was going to say, don't lie about texting. (laughs) That is so true, though. And, like, being... But that's also, like, a thing of, like, love language, too. like, Mm -hmm. And it also, I mean, it's priorities. Like, right? Like, I'm somebody I'll text back in a minute. Because I don't like having that lingering in my head. Like, honestly, it's really for me. That's why I respond to email so fast because I don't like seeing it in my inbox anymore because it stresses me out. <laughs> but I mean, it's like priorities and love language, right? So, like, you know, some people, their 100% is like, oh, I want to spend time with you. So, like, let's do this big day of like, let's go on a hike and brunch and, you know, mm-hmm. go do some yoga, whatever. I don't know, spend a whole day together doing a lot of energy stuff. And other people will be like, no, I'll just send you some flowers and to like each other that might seem like one is giving more energy or like you know putting more emphasis in the relationship than the other person when Mm -hmm. in reality it's just like how their love languages align Mm -hmm. and the ways in which they express themselves Mm -hmm. but so when people can't like recognize those differences they think that the relationship is so imbalanced yeah when it's just like not being able to perceive what the other person is willing to give and receive.
1: Exactly. And like sometimes I can feel like some, there are some people where like you kind of know them in a vacuum. So mm-hmm. if you never really talk to them about like things like this, just literally candidly, then, and you never see them around other people, you don't, you might not be able to realize what things are them expressing certain like. Uh, bouts of support and love mm. and things where it's kind of like oh you just assume you do all of these things These is just the basic package there's nothing extra here mm-hmm. um you're not doing anything differently than you would with anyone else this is like baseline treatment when in their head they're like I never text back and, I'm, and I text <laughs> you back um they're like I come over your house and I usually never leave my house type yeah but like just these basic things are a big thing for me But you're, because you've never been at, we've never talked about it because you've never seen me interacting to compare. Not that you should ever compare relationships to figure out how much someone cares about you because that's also, that's not good.
0: That will mess you
1: up. That will mess you up. But it is sometimes like when you do see it, sometimes you might be like, oh, I've been taking half of your personality for granted. (laughs) You know, because I didn't realize that you're really this to me and that's how you show that you really care about me
0: Mm -hmm.
1: which is also dangerous don't don't take don't take inventory of the nice things people do to see how much they care about you you can also just take their word for it and just have these conversations no need to guess yeah
0: it's all it's guesswork when you're dealing with how other people balance and it doesn't need to be it's just a conversation right (laughs) but like when you're thinking of, like, the ways in which you balance your own stuff, when you're feeling out of balance, you said, like, you'll do stuff to, like, try and get back in balance. But, like, w- how do you react to not being balanced? Like, when you feel overwhelmed in one arena, mm-hmm. how do you react to that? Um,
1: I definitely... Hmm. It doesn't feel good, Uh. <laughs> it doesn't feel good and it used to like me feeling out of balance one I would get very disappointed with myself um Mm -hmm. I used to kind of let that be something that's just gonna knock me all all the way off of like I, I would just get so much momentum towards that feeling of like I'm out of balance and it would pull me even more out of balance so that's kind of the response used to be like this doesn't feel good I'm really stressed, so then now let me apply all that stress to every other life, and because mm-hmm. I let myself, like, because I let this direction pull me so much, now I need to let that direction pull me the same amount, and let that other direction to pull me the same amount, and it used to just, like, snowball, but mm-hmm. now I'm a lot better at getting a bounce, because I feel like I finally have been able to say, okay, my norm is not stressed my norm is not overwhelmed. So if I start to feel that I have more faith that I cannot feel it, because it's not my norm, whereas I feel like I was just living in a perpetual place of stress and not doing enough. And, And because my environment, especially in college, was was telling me like validating anytime I said I wasn't doing enough my uh, environment's like yeah you're not you're yeah. not you're not so I feel like that was normal for me so as soon as I would feel it I would just kind of snowball into it more and more and more and mm-hmm. more but now I'm kind of like as soon as I start to feel it I'm like okay let's stick with my priorities um why am I giving so much attention to this thing so much so that it's pulling me off balance and it's like okay, let's just go through my emotions. When did this start? What triggered this? And I'm able to be able to say, okay, right now I'm feeling super stressed about my productivity because subconsciously I'm super stressed about like my finances or I'm super stressed about my relationships or I'm super stressed about how people are perceiving me. So I really feel like I need to do more. And now, because I feel like people are perceiving me in this way, i got insecure now I need to do more then it kind of helps me to eradicate
0: and say okay maybe I don't have to do more then
1: maybe I can maybe I'm good maybe I can like reel it in
0: that's such a good point I like so I think I used to get like hyper focused on it Mm -hmm. like whatever was overwhelming me but I've realized and I actually want to say this is a pretty recent thing that I am most overwhelmed when I am not doing the things I normally do (laughs) So, like, Mm -hmm. when I am not, so, like, when I first got duck, that's my puppy, Mm -hmm. guys, I was really overwhelmed because, like, I wasn't writing my to-do list, I wasn't doing my routines, I wasn't, like, knocking out work in the, like, schedule and timings that I normally do. Mm -hmm. And on one hand, it showed me, like, okay, these schedules you set yourself are kind of arbitrary because nobody's calling you, like, where is this? Right. it was good in that sense. But then on the other sense, I was like, the second I was able to just like kind of sit down and write out my to-do list. I was like, wait, none of these tasks, you know, are as overwhelming as I'm thinking. Right. Like I was able to, like, I realized that putting stuff like pen to paper, writing down what I have to do. And even if it's a really big task, writing down the smaller steps in that really helps me see it like in perspective and be like, okay, These are the things you got to balance. These are the things you got to work Mm -hmm. on. And it's not as overwhelming as you see because it's just all on this paper. Mm -hmm. But I think like I'm somebody who I get most overwhelmed when I let these things kind of ruminate in my head. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I don't like just say out loud what I have to do or just like put on paper what it is I have to do because otherwise I get, I just like let it fester in my head and build and build and build. Yeah. Which ain't right. But now I know that. (laughs)
1: but now you know that now you know know thyself
0: exactly all right Amani in our final few minutes do you have anything else you want to say on balance um
1: I used to say this thing about balance where I was like another way like outside of the day-to-day sense I think in terms of how do I use balance in my day-to-day to feel better I'm like we definitely covered it But this overall thing of balance, I used to always be like, I don't think that balance means everything is like at at net zero at all times, like mean in every moment that I'm living, but it's more so that like, if I added up every experience in my life, the negative, the positive, it would all cancel out to zero. And so Mm -hmm. that's a way I like to frame things when I feel like I'm in the negatives, when I'm like in the negatives, I'm just sitting here like, okay, really. Like, this is fine because the, this is the point of life. The point of life was not for me to, like, feel balanced at every point. The point of life was for me to live a balanced life. So I'm like, so this is might be in the negatives that it will be canceled out with the positives. And maybe it won't be mm-hmm. canceled out with one positive that feels just as positive as this feels negative. But it might sprinkle it out of, among, like, two or three. And it helps to remind me that, like, Amani, you can be this, like, you can go in these negatives and you, you're not going to stay there forever because you can't because it has to add to zero eventually like you're mm-hmm. not going to leave this life with everything having added up to like a negative number it's going to add up to mm-hmm. zero so I feel like that idea of balance definitely was like something that made me kind of switch the view on what it means to have a quote-unquote negative um something happen to you but I'm like it's all going to add up to zero it's going to add up
0: there you go that's so true I love that thanks so much Romani for Shooting the shit with me. This was fun. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Bill. Can I um well? I guess I should ask you this before. Where can the people find you? Can I plug you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure.
1: Um, my Instagram is at Amani McKee. So A-M-A-N-I-M-A-K-E-E. And that's really the only place that you'll be able to find me for real.
0: Look, unless I
1: get like my Twitter back but i don't know if i'm ready for it i don't know if i'm ready to have a back.
0: y'all go follow her instagram it'll be in the show notes too she be styling you thanks know
1: so thanks
0: <laughs> love you boo love you bye looks. bye I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Amani. This week's wellness tip is cleaning out your winter habits. So if you listen to my bedtime chats, you heard me talking about how it's time to spring clean your winter habits. And now I'm going to give you three ways in which you can do that. First and foremost, changing how you eat. In the winter, we eat heavy foods to keep our bodies well insulated, to put on fat, to try and protect our bodies from the cold and all of the climate weather we might experience. In the winter, most of us don't have access to many fresh fruits and vegetables, and there's just not as many that are in season. In the spring and summer, you're going to want to switch to more fresh produce, to eating lighter, more raw foods, more fresh foods, not as heavy of foods. And that's just because of the way our body cycles energy. We have faster metabolisms in the summer. We don't need to store as much food because we have the heat to protect us. And so I'm not saying lose weight or anything like that. Still eat enough calories to sustain you, but those calories will look different. In that you're also going to want to take advantage of the daylight even more so getting out in the sun. You know, in the winter months, we all complain about sad seasonal affective disorder or maybe not everybody, but a lot of people feel the effects of not having sunlight and not having the warmth. So really make sure you're taking advantage of it in the spring, embracing that sun, getting up early, going to sleep a little earlier so that you can take in as much of the sunlight of the day as possible additionally and our final tip is getting enough water increase your water intake even if you are hydrating a lot and well before you're really going to want to increase your water make sure that you're getting enough because being out in the sun having the higher temperatures will drain your hydration very quickly and very easily so make sure you're getting enough water i hope you guys enjoyed this wellness tip stay tuned for your wellness question of the week this week's wellness question is what does work-life balance really mean and so, as you heard with Amani and I, balance means a lot of different things for different people. But I think the easiest way to conceive of work-life balance is that they should have this symbiotic relationship where your work enables things you enjoy in your home life to occur and your home life enables things you enjoy in work to occur. So, not everybody will... Love their job. I think very few people do. But your job should enable you to live the life you want to live. So, if that means you love to garden, you love to be out in the sun, you like to work with your hands in the soil, you probably need to work a job where you have rich, fertile soil that you can access, where you can be out in the sun, where it's warmer, where that is even a possibility, the land's fertile, etc. So, you're going to want to work a job where maybe you're getting out of work. At like in the early evening early afternoon so you still have sunlight or maybe that means you go to work late so you can work in the morning so you can do gardening in the morning or maybe that means you have to have friday and saturday off whatever that might look like you want to think of how your job can support that passion you have at home and additionally you want your home life to support your job so not everybody's going to love their home life at all times and not everybody's going to have the home life that they hope to have at At all times so you need to have a job that can support you in that so if that means you are trying to take on more shifts or you're trying to get away from home how does your job enable you to do that and how is it a fulfilling use of your time I think the balance part is going to look so different for different people but if you can have your home life and your work really work in this symbiotic relationship and supporting you and your overall wellness then you're striking that balance perfectly Thanks for listening to another episode of Well, Well, Well by LRH Wellness. If you found this podcast helpful or it resonated with you, make sure you like, subscribe, share, and give it a five-star rating. Check out lrhwellness.com to see available wellness programs and consider supporting work. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.